0: Now, your host, Bart Walker.
1: Good morning to you. How in the world are you today? We're the week before Christmas week. I, I can't believe this uh, time has flown by so quickly. Seems like we were just saying Happy New Year. And already, John, it's uh, Merry Christmas.
2: Well, they're right, I think, Bart, when they uh, say that the years are long, but the days are short.
1: Yes.
0: Or well, the
2: other way around, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> It, Whoops. it just flies by uh, this is my third cup of coffee you right. uh, know maybe i'm getting ahead of myself you know what i meant
1: local attorney john day is with us from the law firm of john day and uh one thing we need to have this service is a shame we have to have it but thankfully from your office uh you're giving people a safe ride home when they didn't go the right way
2: (laughs) yeah well we you know we we all recognize that uh people uh sometimes uh have too much alcohol to drink so after football games uh, at the college after basketball games at the college and this year again i think it's the fourth or fifth year on new year's eve we're going to give people from the community the opportunity to um have a safe ride home, that is to take a lift from wherever they are and go to a home within a five, uh, five-mile radius of Murfreesboro and have us pick up part of the, t- the tab. It's called the Tennessee Safe Ride Home Program. Uh, and you can find out information about it at tnsaferide.com. And basically, if you go to that website, you'll find a link to get a code to give to Lyft. And you'll save up to $25 for any ride home on New Year's Eve between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. And there's three reasons why people should do this, Bart. Number one, you may prevent an injury or even death to yourself. You know, there's no reason to take a chance on that. Number two... You may stop yourself from hurting somebody else, whether it be a passenger uh, or somebody else on the road. And number three, if those two aren't good enough for you, it gives you a chance to get into my pocket. <laughs> By that I mean, I, I am a lawyer. Uh, there are people who dislike me just because of what I do, even if they've never met me, right? It's There are some people who just don't care much for lawyers. Uh, some days I even understand that. So if you don't like lawyers, or heaven forbid, if you don't like me, this is a chance to reach into my pocket and take up up to $25 and do it for something that may help you and is certainly the right thing to do. Insofar as other people on the road are considered So take any reason, I don't care which uh, I'm, I've am devoted up to $5,000 to this uh, And if I, I want to spend every single nickel of it All $5,000 New Year's Eve between 10 and 1 o'clock
1: And of course, uh, all you have to do is go to that website Tennessee or TN TN Saferide.com and That's it That's up to $25 off of uh, the lift fee The lift fee, yeah now, if you have not called, a and that's L Y F T. Yeah,
2: yeah. Most people who use Lyft or Uber, but Lyft, they'll it, have an app, and you can use the app, and they just simply put in a code that you can get off that TNSaferide.com website, and uh, you'll save up to $25.
1: Great idea. Let's take a phone call up here. Good morning. You're on WGNS with John Day. How are you? Good morning.
3: I wonder who was the who was the good neighbor of the day. I,
1: I don't have that in front of me. I tell you, keep listening and we will have that for you. Thank you for calling. Uh, Brian has that information and he is on his way in. Uh, it's it's secret right now.
2: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard him give a person's name a minute ago. 615-893-1450 is our number. If you have a question for John Day, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. Uh, we've talked about a safe ride home. Uh, are there more car accidents this time of the year than others? I mean, we have the holidays. We have a chance for inclement weather, and I think if we went back 15 or 20 years, I remember just about as the season moved into the new year, like New Year's Eve, uh, you could pretty well depend on snow and ice.
2: Yeah, I I think it's, I haven't looked at the exact number uh, comparing the last two weeks of December with any other two-week period in the year. But it's my feel that the accidents would increase for the reasons that you indicated, not only the weather, but also people tend to drink more alcohol during that period, whether it's a party in a friend or relative's home or stopping at a Christmas party on the way home from work or going out on New Year's Eve. I mean, this is just something that people do. And the fact of the matter is, Half, I mean, one third of all the traffic fatalities in Tennessee, involving involves somebody driving under the influence. One third, in the entire uh, state. So, this year already, there's been uh, almost thirteen hundred people die from traffic wrecks. Wow! That means over four hundred of those involved alcohol in some way. So taking together what's going on socially, plus what the weather's like. It's a dangerous time to be on the road. And plus, there's lots of people out there, right?
1: And this is a a time of the year you definitely don't want to burden your family. I mean, it's a burden to the family and sad if you should lose your life in a traffic accident. But if you did it at Christmas or New Year's, oh, that's something they will have with them for the rest of their life,
2: well, no doubt about that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take it one step further, Bart, and say this: it's it 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 would be horrible if you hurt yourself, tough on your family. But if you hurt or killed someone else, that you would have to live with for the rest of your life. Yes, and I, I you know, in, in doing what I do, I meet lots and lots and lots of people. I can say. Well, I know it's hundreds, it may be well over a thousand people who have been involved in a wreck where somebody else died. And every single person who's been in that experience, whether it was their fault or not, have their lives altered as a result.
1: And we have had several already this month and we're only into the 14th that's right i mean and that's here in rutherford it, it, county yes
2: oh that's right yeah it just it, it changes people forever quite frankly it should you're <laughs> right i mean sure. it should change right. you but it's a burden that people carry and they may act like that it doesn't bother them but at night when their head goes on the pillow you know it's going to go through their mind and um So what terrifies me as a driver, even more so than hurting myself, is the idea that I would hurt somebody else. I would find if I made a mistake and hurt somebody else, it would impact me every single day uh, for the rest of my life. And I don't want to do that.
1: And right up there with it would be if if you were driving and uh, your child... Oh Lots yeah,
2: another a p- passenger in your vehicle. Yeah, there's there's no question. It um, it's just a life changing thing. So that's that's why we've been sponsoring this ride home program at after the college football games and now the basketball games and on New Year's Eve for the last four or five years. It it, it if I, I can't re- I don't know off the top of my head how much money I've spent on this. 30, forty thousand dollars, probably more. Uh, but if I've saved one wreck, one life, uh, you it's know, worth it. I double it, right Triple it. I'd do whatever I could to help prevent people from making a mistake that's going to alter their lives forever or somebody else's.
1: And all you have to do is between 10 o'clock at night and one in the morning, call Lyft.
2: Get the code first.
1: Get the, oh, you, you have gotta to have get a code. You've
2: got to okay. have a code to get the benefit of the discount. That's correct.
1: So, how do you get that code?
2: You go to the website, okay. uh, tnsaferide.com, and there's a link there that'll give you access to the code. And then you just punch in the code to get the discount.
1: Okay. Yeah. Makes sense.
2: It's easy. Yep.
1: Very good. Now, let's talk. We, we haven't talked about this in a while. If you have a wreck, there are certain things that you need to do. What would the first thing be?
2: Well, if you're involved in one and you're at the scene of the wreck, the first thing you need to do is do what you can to determine how people are doing in your car and do what you can to determine how people are doing in the other. The idea, uh, if, if you're able to help... Uh, others, uh, or assess whether an ambulance is needed, I would recommend strongly that you do that. Some people are afraid of that. They think, well, if I help somebody else, uh, uh, if I move them wrong or do something like that, I could be held responsible for injuring them. That's, that's not true. There's a, there's a law called the Good Samaritan Law that makes it almost impossible to bring a claim against somebody who's trying to help you out. I'll give you an example. I was driving recently, and a car came around a corner at a high speed. I could see the driver was losing control. He came into my lane. I pulled up over the curb onto a sidewalk, and the car rolled over and flipped upside down in front of me. Did not hit you, though. Did not hit me. It was close enough that my heart rate went up to probably 120. But, I mean, it was close enough that I was scared. And uh, I was able to help the driver get out of the car. He was hanging upside down with his seatbelt on. Now, what I was worried about is the same thing anybody else would be worried about there. Is there going to be a fire? Um, And I didn't want to stand there and watch somebody burn. Uh, And I, I didn't even think about what risk I was taking from a lawsuit standpoint by getting somebody out of the car. My concern was getting him out of the car, and I did. But There's no what I'm trying to communicate here, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. Anybody would have done that. The thing is there's no legal risk by helping somebody in good faith trying to protect them from further injury. It's
1: the nice it's the human thing to do. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now, you know, there are situations where it would be best to maybe leave the person there. For instance, I asked this young man. Um, you know, can you talk? Obviously, he said yes. I said, can you feel your uh, fingers and toes? Yes. Do you have any pain in your neck or back? He said no. Uh, So you, you worry about a spinal cord injury, maybe moving somebody in that situation. But I could smell gas and... I thought the, the 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 right thing to do was help him get out of the car. So we did it together.
1: How did you how did you get him out? I mean, he had a safety belt on. Right. Which was holding him up. Unbuckled it.
2: Oh, okay, un- you didn't un-
1: have to cut it or anything? No,
2: didn't have to cut it, no.
1: So you could get to where you disconnected it easy enough. Correct.
2: It was easy you, to you get You actually
1: up. had to get in the car then?
2: No, I just had to reach in. It wasn't hard.
1: The car was upside down? The was,
2: car was upside down, yeah. Okay. It wasn't hard, and it. Though here's f- something funny. This happened in Brentwood, right near the um, uh, fire department, and so I'm s- there. We got he's got the guy out of the car. The pl- uh, fire chief comes over, and he says, "John, you got here awful quick." <laughs> 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 and I said, Oh, no. that's a friend for you <laughs> yeah that's right i said now i'm a i'm a witness i'm not here as a lawyer
1: uh, but oh uh, yeah he
2: got me good
1: <laughs> oh. but do help your fellow man well
2: i you know i mean there's you, you i said can't everybody of,
1: would do it but i don't think everybody would well do
2: it. i i don't i i would hope so i mean once again, there is there are circumstances under which I, I might not do it. Uh, if I thought somebody had a neck injury or back injury, I would be very reluctant. Unless I was saw fire or was extremely concerned about it, because you you can under those circumstances by moving somebody move a bone and, and hurt insult the cord spinal cord. Uh, I wasn't particularly worried about that. I asked a few questions, made the best judgment I could under the circumstances, and did it. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I wouldn't want on my conscience that I didn't attempt to do something, you know? And there's some people who don't. I've been at one other wreck that I could remember where somebody said, no, I just want to sit here. Okay, well, that's fine. If you're talking and you don't smell gas person's not in the road such that their car can get hit again you know it's let them sit there do what they think is necessary but this kid didn't need to be hanging upside down no not, car.
1: not if you're upside down that yeah. that brings to mind i saw a wreck recently uh and the car was upright it was a two vehicle crash uh police were there fires trucks were there but the guy was still in the car just sitting there. I think they were having problems opening the door. Yeah. But the window was down. I mean, he could have crawled out the window, but I guess they surmised that the car was not going to catch on fire. And if he wants to sit there, yeah. you know, maybe like when you fall down, everybody runs over to try to help you up. And you say, let me sit just a minute. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I mean, I would trust the judgment of the police officers there and the firefighters. They know what is safe. Uh, if police officers or firefighters had been there in the situation I was describing before, I would have deferred to them. They're the professionals. I'm just a passerby, right? Um, so count on the, the the police officers and firefighters are trained on what to do.
1: That's and right. Count on them. So if there's nobody else around, try to help in whatever way you try. Can. Yeah,
2: and, and maybe the only thing you can do is is call nine one one. Or maybe That's the only a, thing you can do is put your car in the roadway in such a way that there's not a second collision.
1: Right. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because we've seen so many fatalities at a wreck site because somebody else ran into the good Samaritan.
2: Yeah, 20 years ago, um, I guess it was 21 or 22 years I represented the family of a lawyer. He was going to a UT football game and lost control of his car. It's raining, uh, lost control of the interstate, and ended up uh, in the median there, right outside of Crossville. And uh, he got out of his vehicle, and a tractor-trailer coming from the other direction saw the car and w- tried to avoid it and ran him over. Oh, no. You know, I mean... This is the secondary wrecks. These things happen all the time. So, one thing to think about is is this car, are these people, are they in a position of danger? Is there something I can do to reduce that risk? Right? I'm not, and it's different on the interstate than it is on a residential street. On the interstate, people are going 70 or 80 miles an hour. That means they're going over 100 feet per second. Over 100 feet per second. It takes the normal human between three quarters of a second and a second and a half to perceive and react to danger. So at 70 miles an hour, you're going to exactly 102 feet per second. So the average human driver in that situation is going to travel 75 feet to 125 feet before they can even alter course. <laughs> right. Right. So you have to take that into account in trying to figure out what you do alongside the interstate to protect injury because it's it's very, very dangerous.
1: And I think people who are traveling on the interstate, sometimes you're snacking, sometimes you're reaching for a map or who knows what. Uh, you now, think b- Now,
2: Bart, you've just shown your age. People haven't <laughs> reached right, for a map maps. in 20 years.
1: <laughs> it's telling you. <laughs> but you still look at it <laughs> they're on the screen yeah, on the screen that <laughs> right. is correct but that that distracts you yeah so these are things i think we think when we're on the interstate it's going to be clear road ahead nothing stopped and and you do look other ways sometimes well
2: they're designed to accomplish just that right i mean it's the it's the it was a defense department effort to help build all the highways that crisscross the interstate highways that crisscross the United States. And they're all designed to be driven at speeds much in excess of the current speed limit, which is 70 miles an
1: hour. Which nobody does. Uh, I, I haven't seen anybody me. do
2: it. If you put
1: your uh, cruise control on 70, they'll fly by. If you put it on 75, they'll fly by. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you put it on. But
2: they're designed for high speed travel, and they've got the fences on the alongside the road to reduce the chance the deer or other animals are going to come and interfere with you. Uh, so it is easy to get lulled into a false sense of security uh, on those roads. You're right.
1: Our phone number is 615-893-1450. <laughs> We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. If you have a question dealing with what do you do in situations like this, let us know because it's much better to talk about it before and then you have a plan. We'll be right back. John Day is our guest this
0: morning. Broadcasting from the tallest tower in the city with that little red light on top. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, and AM 1450.
4: Hi, I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And while you've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race, that same concept can be applied to long-term investing. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing, and though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it's a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of enduring it. Give me a call, Lee Calvin, at 615-907-7056, Edward Jones, member SIPC. Market declines. Unemployment. Oil prices. Don't let headlines derail your long-term financial strategy. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Calvin. I'll work with you to help you understand the impact of short-term events and how to be positioned for the long-term. We provide the tools for a disciplined approach to investing. Call 615-907-7056 for an opportunity to discuss your situation. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC.
3: This is Peter Demas from Demas' Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us, sending his son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, "'Do not be afraid. "'I bring you good news "'that will cause great joy for all people. "'Today in the town of David, "'a savior has been born to you. "'He is the Messiah, the Lord.'" Merry Christmas from Demas's Restaurant.
1: This is Amanda at Animal City. Come shop with my family here at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Did you know that dogs have a unique nose print, much like our fingerprint? Here at Animal City, you can find your pet a present as unique as they are. Whether your dog is a power chewer,
4: a gentle senior, an infamous squeaker killer, or a two pound lap princess,
1: we have the right toy for your baby here at Animal City. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro
3: good morning. They just moved the damaged vehicles involved in this crash out here in Antioch on 24 westbound at Bell Road. There's still a lot of volume trying to get past this accident coming in from Rutherford County on 24 westbound as you leave Murphy Sproul headed towards Nashville. It's still a bit heavy at times down through Millersville on 65 southbound. It's still very busy on Vietnam Vets. Uh, Westbound there at Conference Drive. There's more volume now on Vietnam Vets than there has been in the past because of all the streets and roads that remain closed from the tornado damage in that section of Sumner County. Hey, 24 7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee called Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out online, Tomahawkcrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. We'll see sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the low 60s, northeast winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low near 28. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 35.
4: Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Offroad. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Offroad on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at TireWorld.us. The Rick and Bubba Show weekdays from noon till two. WGNs, your good neighbor
0: station. Rutherford County's place to talk.
1: Welcome back. Our phone number is 615 893 1450. John Day is with us this morning, and he's here to help us all through this weekend ahead, the uh, weeks ahead, the two weeks ahead. I mean, we have Christmas week followed by New Year's. We have people traveling on the road. Uh, you just never know what the weather's going to do, not knowing where you're going to travel, especially if you go north. Uh, they're already getting some bad weather in certain parts of the country. And who knows, you may have a relative there and you're heading that way.
2: Well, there's a reason we all live here, right?
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's sunny and wonderful <laughs> all year round. Dang near. Never over 72. <laughs> Dang near. <laughs> in our memories <laughs> or our minds or something. I've had a lot of people say, I moved south because I wanted to get away from the cold. What's happening? <laughs> Well, it's the uh, now. Did you move here from? I, I just happen to think. Maybe I'm talking about you.
2: Well, you're you're talking about me 45 years ago. Okay, so I moved from northern Wisconsin, which I mean, northern. I think
1: I would. I've I've been to north in the summer. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think I could take it in the winter.
2: Well, I remember it being. Uh, we have a we had a cabin when I was. Uh, in college, my parents bought a cabin in northern Wisconsin and they turned off the water in the winter because it would freeze when, when we weren't there. We'd have to brush our teeth outside Ooh. in the morning and you go out and brush your teeth and you'd spit the toothpaste out and it would freeze before it hit the ground.
1: Are you kidding? I'm I can't, not kidding. I can't even picture
2: that. Oh, at 30, 30 degrees below zero. I, I remember it being 30 degrees below zero. The ice is so thick. It's like three, three and a half feet thick on the lake, you can drive on it. Wow. And they do drive on it. They put roads across lakes, so you can go ice fishing.
1: Well, I've seen pictures of people doing that in movies. Well, in fact, there's a there's
2: a town in northern Wisconsin right on Lake Superior, and there's an island about a mile from the town. And in the winter, they have a highway. From the town to the island on ice.
1: Lake Superior freezes? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Now I don't know if it all freezes. I've never been out there in the winter. But along the shoreline, yeah, it freezes. And it freezes enough that cars and trucks can drive on it. And they go back and forth. And they use a small ferry in the when, when there's no ice. But in the winter, it's an ice road.
1: We were up at Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, And uh, I guess, is it Minnesota? Where is Sault Ste. Marie?
2: Well, it runs Wisconsin Wisconsin. and Michigan.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, And then across the lake is Sault Ste. Marie, Canada. Right. Can they drive from one place to the other? I don't know if they do that there or not. I've never been to Sault Ste.
2: Marie. Well, it was a neat town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I've never been over there. Um but in northern Wisconsin, yeah, it's very, very cold in the winter. But I, I left Wisconsin in August of 1978 to move to North Carolina, and then I moved over here in May of 1981. So, uh, of my 67 years, 45 years have been in the South.
1: Well, I have seen pictures, these strictly pictures of of Nashville, uh, I guess in the 20s, Model T era. Mm-hmm. Model T's were driving across Cumberland River. Uh, I don't remember, I've, and I've lived in this area pretty much all my since I was four years old. So pretty much all my life, uh, and I've I've never seen that happen.
2: I can't. I have difficulty picturing that because it's usually very difficult for rivers to freeze, right? Because mm-hmm. the water's the water's moving. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it must have been awfully cold for a long period of time. And
1: we, I've never seen weather like that before, but I, I can remember easily 12, 13, 14-inch snows uh, here in Murfreesboro and in Nashville.
2: Yeah. Uh, one time in my hometown, the snow and the drifts were so high that we could walk onto the roof of our school, wow. up the drifts. I've so that's never... 10, 12-foot high.
1: I can't even picture that.
2: Oh, it was, yeah, it was, as kids, you know, we thought it was the greatest thing in the world. But yeah, you climb up this drifted snow, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, I, I mean, I love northern Wisconsin, I, and I love to go up there sir, several days every summer.
1: Every summer, <laughs> that's the secret word. <laughs> now, one of the things we don't know is what will the weather be for Christmas, for New Year's, and and folks are saying uh, some of the forecasters it's hard to tell that far ahead but uh, a lot of people are saying they're predicting a colder than usual winter here uh, colder than usual might be like it was in years gone by so not knowing what it's going to be what should we what should we do if if it's icy outside I guess if we're not used to it best thing is just to stay inside don't don't go out and try it
2: well um, you know the, the the problem i think many people get into is they particularly if they're from the north uh and i'm this is not i'm not an anti-northerner rant here okay uh but they think they can drive in ice and snow and many of them can when the roads are flat (laughs) okay (laughs) and the problem is that the roads around here aren't it's hilly and like for, for instance in northern wisconsin i will just it's flat i mean the biggest hill in the entire state is less than 1800 foot elevation there's not i mean there's just it's not like around here so I don't care how good a driver you are, you can't drive on hills and ice. And people tend to forget that. They also tend to forget that just because you can drive, you don't have the luxury of being on the roads alone. There are other people on the roads uh, who think they can drive on it too or or who are stuck and just have to drive on it. And therefore, you've still got risk. So I'll just tell you what I do. When it's icy, uh, I stay home. And I'm like every other person in the world. When there's a threat of ice, um, our families at the grocery store stock it out for a few days.
1: Good morning. You're on WGNS with John Day. Hi. Are you there? Hello there. I'm not sure what happened there. Call back, though, and we'll try it again.
2: They want to know who the good neighbor is for that That
1: could be. <laughs> 615 I still don't know. 615-893-1450. <laughs> I will say Karen Franklin won the birthday, goody. Uh, she's having a birthday today, and she gets the uh, delicious banana pudding from Slick Pig Barbecue. Karen Franklin. But I don't know the birthday, the uh, good neighbor. one. <laughs> that just... Challenged sometimes. <laughs> We're talking with John Day, local attorney, this morning. Some of the things that uh, you need to know as we approach not only Christmas but especially New Year's, and I guess Christmas is just as bad, uh, safe-wise. Uh, people are out driving, and and they still partake of alcohol, uh, even if we say alcohol and driving don't mix. People still try to mix it, uh, and then on New Year's Eve. From 10 o'clock in the evening until 1 o'clock in the morning, your law firm is offering a safe ride home. Uh, save up to $25 off of the lift fee, uh, but you have to get the code. And the code, you get that from, from the website. Yes,
2: TNsaferide.com.
1: <laughs> okay, TNsaferide.com. Uh, so get that, have that uh, in your hands before you call. Or at least when you get ready to call. Yeah, go ahead and
2: get get the code and have it with you. And then when you place your request for a lift ride, just enter the code and get a credit of up to $25.
1: All righty. TNsaferide.com. I think that's really great. All that your law firm does. That's one example. Uh, You give away the bicycle helmets to kids to keep them safe.
2: Yeah, the bicycle helmet thing has been something we're really happy for. We've given away, I believe it's um, 5,000, 5,000 helmets, and we just ordered 2,000 more. So uh, hopefully we'll give away 2,000 helmets in this community this year.
1: We have a question here from a listener who says that they had been involved once in a wreck in a rural area, and it took uh, quite a few minutes before uh, help could arrive and they say it's, it's a lot more stressful if you're out there and there's nobody around to help or offer advice or anything. Uh, what's the best way to, to help others uh, in that setting?
2: Well, I think, once again, if you're in a, a wreck uh, and it, the most important thing, is everybody all right or are they stable? Do they need medical attention? The second thing is trying to avoid a secondary collision. So the problem in a rural area is that many times there aren't streetlights. And if cars are wrecked on the side of the road uh, and their lights aren't on, it can create another hazard and a risk for a secondary collision. So if you're an observer to the wreck, you come upon the wreck, The idea is to park your vehicle back away from it, turn your emergency flashers on to give people proper warning so they know there's a problem up ahead. And as much notice as you can give somebody, you know, even a couple hundred feet would be fantastic because that way they could see uh, we're all tuned to the fact that emergency flashers means there's some sort of dangerous or potentially dangerous situation and a second wreck can be avoided.
1: I wonder if you turned your car around, and that way not only would the emergency flashers be seen, but the white lights might be seen even farther away.
2: Yeah. I mean, or do
1: they think there's just somebody driving in the wrong lane?
2: Yeah, that that would be a concern. Plus, I think you have, your your lights are going to be facing, you got risk from both sides, right? right? Right. So, you know, I'd have to know the exact situation to know what makes most sense, but... Any sort of way to bring attention to the fact that there's uh, a wreck and that there's a potential dangerous situation ahead is uh, important to alert people to.
1: Flashing lights of any... Flashing lights, period, just catches attention usually. That is correct. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. John Day is with us this morning. We're learning things to do if you are involved in an accident. And you mentioned earlier if somebody's injured, they're not going to sue you if you're trying to help them out. They can't sue you. Well,
2: theoretically—now, I hate to sound like a lawyer, but, you know, it's—theoretically, it's, it's, you can be sued, you know, but you can't win. <laughs> okay. They can't win if they break—because as a good Samaritan, you are protected under the law if you act in good faith— how would you act in bad faith?
1: Well, I mean, what would you, what would, you, how could that be?
2: I, I have difficulty. If you would have asked me to prepare for that exact question and I had an hour or so, I might have been able to come up with a situation where you would act in bad faith. And, and I can't do it on the spur of the moment. Let's so say. So that
1: shows how difficult it would be to show that.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, here's, here's, here's an example. The person who's been hurt has been demonstrated to be your worst enemy in the whole world, and they you come up to the car and they're there and say, don't, don't move me, there's something wrong with my neck, and you say, I don't care, I'm going to move you anyway. <laughs> okay, that might show bad faith, that might show what is called in the law gross negligence. Uh, but, you know, the odds of that happening are what, one in five million, right, one in ten right. million? Um,
1: Do what you think is right if the person needs help, if the car yeah. smells strongly of gas.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: we've we've seen this happening here in Burfreesboro also in the past month or so. Yeah,
2: it. I mean, it does happen. It can happen. And, um, you know, give a helping hand.
1: Now, the person has so far survived, but they have terrible uh, skin burns. I mean, right. they're going through torture I guess and and maybe maybe for a long period of time
2: well torture is is the word for it i've represented lots and lots of people who have been burned and um it's a horrible horrible life altering experience
1: so they would appreciate you well, going the extra mile for i me.
2: let's let's just put it this way what would you want somebody else to do for you yeah that's, That's not a well bad said. way to go through life. You know, uh, there's something about it in uh, certain Bible verses.
1: <laughs> Very definitely. <laughs> we will pause in just a moment. We'll be back. Our guest this morning, John Day. And I think this is really the spirit of, of the Christmas season, what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, let's live it every day, though.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: A look at the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the Roundtable here on News Radio WGNS.
4: Hi, this is Tina Fox of the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come shop with us for all your Christmas gift needs. We have wonderful gift ideas in our gift department. We have a great selection of Carhartt clothing and other fashion clothes. We also, in our pet and bird section, have everything you need for your feathered and furry friends. Come see us at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. You won't believe what you'll find at the co-op. 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. The Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Please come see us.
2: If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial
4: experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
3: This is Peter Demas from Demas's Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us, sending his son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Merry Christmas from Demas'
0: Restaurant. This is Rutherford County's Blue Raiders Station, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, WGNS, Murfreesboro.
1: Welcome back. Our number, 615-893-1450. John Day, local attorney, is with us this morning. And we're talking about the spirit of Christmas, which we should do all the time, as John had indicated. But uh, especially this time of the year, we need to help our fellow man. If we are involved in a wreck, first thing we should do you mentioned be sure everybody's okay. Check around, right? And then uh, if you come across a wreck, stop and see if somebody needs some help. And don't say, "Well, somebody else is going to stop." They may not. And that may that person might not make it because nobody helped them.
2: Yeah, I mean that's we're all busy. Yeah, people, everybody's got a place to go, uh, and everybody wants to be where they're going on time. And a lot of people plan to cut it pretty close. But at the end of the day, uh, I'll say what I said right before the break uh, you would sure as heck like somebody to stop for you if you were in need of assistance. And um, there isn't that much of an inconvenience. And who's ever on the other side waiting for you to get somewhere is going to understand. That you tried to help somebody out i mean it's just the right thing to do
1: whether you're on the way to work to a party or whatever it might be right slow down and help people in need because you would want it if you were there exactly if you were on their side
2: exactly bart
1: so let's think about that and again i want to remind people about the safe ride home that's so important and what a great service of the John Day Law Firm, Uh, if people have any questions for you, uh, you're located right here in Burfreesboro.
2: Medical Center Parkway, right, right across from the hospital, and they can reach out to me uh, via email, uh, jday at johndaylegal.com, or call me at
1: uh, 615-867-9900. Okay. Uh, Are there any issues that are coming up uh, in the law? Are there any possible changes that you're hearing people talking about that might benefit us if the general because we're we're just a few weeks away from the general assembly reconvening and I'm sure they're always coming up with new laws some of them dealing with uh, what to do in accidents.
2: You know, I haven't heard of anything that is going to be introduced in the Tennessee General Assembly in January or early February that would affect my area of law that is personal injury and wrongful death cases we typically learn about that in uh, the middle of of january so i haven't heard of anything to date
1: one thing uh, we do have a listener here who's asking about the automobiles the teslas that have uh, had some accidents the drivers are they say not paying attention the device that is supposed to see if you're looking at the road, is not operating properly, and there have been some accidents uh, with the self-driving mode.
2: Yeah, I saw that 2 million of those vehicles were recalled within the last couple days after a government investigation. And I think I've said uh, to you before, Bart, I've got a self-driving function on my car, which is a GM product, and in my opinion, um, it is not yet ready for prime time.
1: Well, You've tried it then.
2: I've tried it multiple times. What happens? Times. With,
1: I mean, I don't have that in my car.
2: It will. It will. It, it, when you have the self-driving function on, it will shut itself down.
1: Oh, it on uh, my car. Yeah,
2: and now it's supposed to shut itself down if I'm not paying attention, if I'm diverted, looking at a road map. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or reading a book.
2: <laughs> or reading a book. No, it's, it is designed to track your eye movements and, and give you warning and shut down if if you are distracted. But mine shuts itself down when I am clearly paying attention. And I don't know why it doesn't work. And I do not rely on it anymore.
1: So I just don't. You don't even try. Usually. I don't
2: even try. I've given up trying because I get frustrated by it. You know, it seems to me that I should be able to drive 100 miles on the interstate without ever touching the wheel. Because um, it slows itself down and speeds itself back up. There's hazards. It's all it's set up. The idea is great. And I have driven as far as 45 miles around curves and everything else with it but i can't get it to stay on reliably and i just you know it was a toy for the first three months and then i just left it alone because it's not quite there yet
1: the toy is no fun if it's going to damage your life or your loved one that's
2: exactly right so i've just stopped using
1: it interesting so people might consider that as they as they play with their toys
2: well i i i I personally wouldn't count on the technology that, that I have in my car, which, as I said, is a GM product. I do think the technology will continue to get better. Um, I, I, I certainly hope it, that it does. Uh, but I think the day of let's Jetson-like life, where we can get into our car and it'll drive us where we want to go without having us touch the wheel is many, many years off because the technology isn't there yet.
1: Very definitely. We have about 30 seconds left. Any final thoughts for the holiday season?
2: Yes. I want you and your family to have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and New Year's. And I hope it's filled with joy and will build some memories that your family uh, will share for many, many, many years to come.
1: Very good. John, thank you very much. Thank you. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas also. And a very happy and prosperous new year. And I look forward to seeing you in the new year.
2: I have so much fun when I, uh, uh, I come down here. Thanks for having me.
1: You have a super day. See you, Bob. Look forward to it. John Day, local attorney, visiting with us this morning. He just made our day for us there. D- you always have that ability to put a little sparkle in the day. Yeah, thank you, Bob.